0: Are you ready for a rewarding career in the electrical industry? Quality Electric of the Coastal Carolinas, QECC, is looking for qualified electricians and electrical helpers to join its Charleston team. QECC offers guaranteed full-time hours, make up to $30 per hour with possible performance bonuses and career growth opportunities. Enjoy benefits like health insurance, dental and vision coverage, 401k plans, and more. If you're a motivated, experienced electrician, this job is for you. QECC is an equal opportunity employer. For all job inquiries, send email to hr at QECCinc.com we scavenged we stopped we did things we we're really ashamed of yellow jackets showtime's emmy-nominated phenomenon returns
1: there was some darkness with us oh, i yes. thought when we were rescued that we left it there
0: but he brought it back with us we, we hear, hear the, the wilderness, wilderness and it hears us it we hear the wilderness and it and it i thought you'd be more excited to see me yellow jackets new episodes streaming now only on showtime and now stream showtime on paramount plus Oh, this is April. And this is Caroline. We have a present for you. Merry Christmas, bitches. Happy, Happy New Happy Year. New Year whenever Happy Hanukkah. Drops. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Whatever. If
1: you're an atheist, I don't know what you celebrate or what that even means, but
0: either way. It's a gift. This is a gift. It's a gift. This is the time of giving. What is it, Caroline? Casey Anthony. Hey, I thought we were going to turn off the light. Yay yeah, or no? no? Oh, okay. Sorry. Casey Freaking Anthony. As you know,
1: she recently did this quote documentary on Peacock. Now, this, okay, if you haven't seen, if you don't know Casey Anthony, like somebody else I know recently, you are living under a rock. Go back and listen to our episode on Casey Anthony. We have a two-part episode of it. Go listen to it and then come back and then you can hear her side. Because now, after 10 or 11 years, yeah, how many years later is it? She's, for the first time, speaking out. Because she was it's,
0: 25. I think she's 40 now. So however much... That's no, time.
1: actually, it's we're the same age. So I think it's 10 years later. Okay. Because okay. Yeah. it's all happened in like 2008 to 2000. Yes, 2008, 2011. Like it happened in 2008 and the the it wrapped up in 2011.
0: This case is as big as OJ's case. Yes. And people feel for her like people feel for OJ or certain people, and, but OJ at least has people on his side. I don't know that Casey has m- many people like we could probably count on two hands, the people that she has on her side and they were actually in this documentary.
1: Absolutely. Um
0: And also if, so what
1: we're going to do is like a rewatch. So what's a rewatch?
0: Well, what we did is we watched it for you and we're just going to go through it like things we noticed, our opinions, this is not, I mean, this is research-based, based off the story, but this is our own opinions. Don't go and fact-check us, because it is the opinion of Bloody Happy Hour podcast. Yeah. So we're, we'll, like,
1: um, if you're, the best way to do this is to watch it. I mean, you can listen to it, but if you're watching it, you can kind of get a visual. So we are on YouTube, and you can go find us, Bloody Happy Hour, on YouTube, and uh, we have a little slideshow, so basically we're going to go through slides that corresponds with how the episode played out, and we're gonna. I have notes. I basically wrote y'all, a dissertation. Caroline just wrote a dissertation, so I'm gonna explain <laughs> what's happening on this slide or what's happening here, and then we'll also give our commentary.
0: Can you show them? A, can you show oh. them, y'all? She has college ruled notebook paper that she has written. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts color coding what she writes. And then she puts a staple at the top left hand of the corner of her notes. She This just is what back you call a professional.
1: Yeah. This is professional grade. Just so you know. <laughs> if you want to know how to be a professional, I might do a class.
0: Buy a stapler and some single paper.
1: And a very good, like, not ballpoint a Ballpoint pen. Is it ballpoint or fine tip?
0: Oh, fine tip.
1: I like it when it's like the small writing so you can get as many words as possible. Oh,
0: yeah, that is good handwriting for somebody who types a lot.
1: I thought I had bad handwriting, but I'll take it. So thanks. Anyway, um, let's just get it started. Mm-hmm.
0: Episode one. Um, do we need a backstory or? So what we're going to do is we're going to give you three different episodes. So we broke down episode one. Then we're going to break down episode two and then the final episode three you will get.
1: So actually you should probably go get a little bit of popcorn, grab your drinks because this is, you got to deal with this bitch. So go ahead and grab it. I
0: don't even know that much of a backstory. I think it'll come as we're going. Yeah. And if they don't know it, stop and go watch something. Yep. And then come back to this. So basically we're starting
1: off here with um, this documentary. It's called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies, a.k.a. watching a liar, a lying liar who lies. That's (laughs) what I renamed it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I renamed it. Um, Wait, I have to say this,
0: Caroline. Okay, yes. Did you go through this with open eyes at all? I mean like an open mind. Like, when you started it, did you start it saying, what's this bitch lying about? Or did you try to go in, like, open just to see if you could be swayed either way at the end?
1: Um, no. 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 Okay. No. Okay. No, I didn't. I I don't. I just, I think, but this is from my, uh, your opinion. This is uh, from my experiences, my life experiences. Okay. I feel like if you are lying that much, and it involves your child, and you are just constantly, you, I don't believe anything you say. Okay. You can't be. You cannot. You can't lie that much, as much as she did, and then come out and try to say like you're telling your truth because it's still a lie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like it. So, I yeah. try to go in. I would do the opposite. I typically
1: do try to go in like that, but at this, no. Just
0: because I didn't, I wanted to have clear eyes. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's a good way to do it. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, we just, we have basically Casey Anthony here. And if you're watching, we have, they show a picture of her and then Kaylee, who is her little two-year, three-year-old daughter, who was the one who was murdered and was missing for several days. And now it starts off, the show starts off. It's like Casey Anthony has agreed to an on-camera interview for the first time since she was acquitted of murdering her daughter in 2011. So from there we go and she's like moving into this house. Okay. So this is where, this is kind of odd to me. So she's moving into this house and the producers start asking her, they're like, like, okay, why are you moving into this house? And it's, she says, because she doesn't want to do this interview at her house because she likes her privacy. And she has a roommate whose privacy she takes very, very seriously. Oh, clock out. Um, And I'm like, I don't know. Who, I don't know what weirdos decided to live with her, but so for this documentary sh- they're literally moving into a a different house to shoot the documentary which
0: i thought that was a little weird but i could see why because imagine if something like that was shot here in Waco and we saw like the side of the house or something So many people would be like, oh, that's over there in Polo Park or that's the so-and-so apartments. And then where we would be in those apartments looking for Casey Anthony. So I see why she did that for her privacy because people hate her. Yeah. They can't know where she lives.
1: And then she starts like pulling out all these like photos saying that this is all she has left of her referring to her daughter. She she doesn't really say her name often in the thing, which is interesting. Um, And what I found was like, this is another picture where it's like of a, a drawing, like Kaylee just scribbled. She just has framed these things of Kaylee. Like she's framed a picture of Kaylee. She's framed artwork from Kaylee. And now she's over here. Like I. this to me is, a little interesting because it's like she's got she says she's carrying this picture this framed picture of her and Kaylee around and she's gonna hang it on the wall like does she like carry this picture around with her everywhere because that's just what they're making it seem like because she's like I take this everywhere with me and it just seems a little planned which you know it seems a little staged to me
0: It's like they came in hot, like, with her. Yes, yes. Like, trying to reveal her as a mother, I guess, more. Because people can't really look at her as a good mother. Yes. Which Um, is
1: exactly what people did. They didn't look at her as a good mother. Yeah. Because she killed her daughter, allegedly. Well, according to me. (laughs) So then she starts to say how she couldn't go anywhere without being photographed. And you're looking here now, this is, this is in July, 2018. And she's like a paparazzi photograph or whatever. She could, she could go nowhere. All these pictures started surfacing. And now, as you can see in this picture, she has a little tattoo on her shoulder. You can see it. Well, the next slide will show you a little more. And this is the tattoo that she got while Kaylee was missing. And what does this tattoo say? Bella Vita. And Bella Vita means beautiful life. Yes. In Italian. So your daughter is missing and you go out and you get a tattoo that says Bella Vita, mm-hmm. meaning beautiful life. So your daughter's missing and you're getting a tattoo saying beautiful life. To me, that's a little... Uh, Suspicious. what is it to you
0: it's just a little opposite of what you would expect any mom to do like whatever reasoning she says she says it's a fuck you to her parents right remember mm-hmm. she says that in the documentary i got this this was a fuck you to her parents but she ends up getting that covered up right yes. Do you have the new
1: oh yeah but it's yes i do but not yet okay
0: so then
1: she gets this tattoo and now she's like apparently partying. Okay. Yeah. So she's. Kaylee's over here wrapped up in a plastic bag and Casey's over here just partying. Okay. And she just does not seem too concerned about what's happening. Um, they go and they start interviewing her. This is when they first shoot to her and it's interesting because I watched um the behavioral the behavior panel, which is another um youtube be, um channel, mm-hmm. and they basically they'll they will rewatch and it's a four guys they rewatch um different videos of people talking and they'll kind of like describe like oh this maybe if if a person's doing this this is what it says to us if the person acts like this if they look this way if they touch herself here whatever yeah so they were saying she was doing a lot of like this the whole time she's constantly touching her hair she's mm-hmm. fixing her hair she's grooming herself she's like very concerned about how she looks which is how which is that's what she has been doing this whole time like she's all about She uses her looks for her advantage, which I mean, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. So she's concerned about her looks and she's like got her lipstick on. Like she's, she's just doing the most. Okay. (laughs) At this point, she starts talking about, um, what's happening. She says that now she just needs someone who will be willing to listen Because apparently nobody has ever asked her why. Because that's what this episode is titled, I think, is why. Okay. Like why? I guess, I don't know why. Why? So she gets a little... um, So she says that she has to answer everyone in the world's questions about her, meaning Kaylee, and what happened. And she goes on to say that she doesn't know what happened during this time and... as she's talking, she's making all of these like, like snarling faces. She, her like, um, between her eyebrows, she has that hard line and it just, she, she goes through all of these emotions. Like she's mad and she's sad and she's angry and she just seems to have a lot of rage in her face and her teeth are exposed. And it just kind of just comes off as like disgust. And she kind of gets louder and it just is a lot of different things that you see happening. Because like in this next slide, she kind of looks a little sad. So I, I'm watching and I'm like, sh- I've gone through this whole like wheel of emotions. Yeah. Happy, sad, <laughs> mad, angry, everything. <clears throat> and now she's looking a little concerned.
0: Did I go on the back? Oh, no. So I felt like... She was, rehe- not. I'm not going to say rehearsing. No,
1: yes. I, th- I feel like she was coached, and she
0: did, I feel like it was
1: very rehearsed.
0: Well, I don't know if she was rehearsing right now. I think she's already had it perfected. I think that she has practiced this for a long time, and she knew exactly when to say, like, how to say it, when to put in emotions. And what gets me about, like, her eye contact was on point. And what gets me about people who constantly make uncomfortable eye contact, that's unnatural. Yeah. So you're working real hard to do that. Eye contact is very good. It's a sign of respect. Right. But the wrong people associate that with truth. For example, dirty Chad would make crazy eye contact with you and to make you like, I would look off. Right. And I don't have a problem with eye contact. I would look off, but I think they think that means if I look them in the eye, they're going to think I'm I'm not lying. Yes. And that's what I think she was doing. And these facial looks like these brow expressions and everything. Like she knows the facial expressions to make to To show the feelings that she's trying to make people believe that she's actually having.
1: She's very, um, you know, it's very reminiscent of Amber Heard. Not to just, because I like to talk about all that, the whole trial. But there were so many similarities as far as facial, because Amber Heard would be like, she would make these like faces to try to bring out emotion and it just wouldn't work. And this is like it just felt like she was just trying so hard, and it was forced. And she just like smashed all these different emotions together. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't.
0: It didn't seem very genuine. Yeah. Um. I I disagree though. I think she was. I think that she could fool a lot of people because. Though it might not have been genuine, I think she did a good job. This one? Casey? Not Amber. Oh, not Amber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Casey. I think that she did a good job. And so, for example, on my book club page, I posted a picture of her and I was like, what are y'all's thoughts? And half of the people were like, I'm not watching that bitch. Yeah. The other half were like, I look at this totally different. I now feel bad for what I said about her, and oh. I do think the dad is sketchy. And then the other half was then. Then the other third was like, she's lying. She just has had ten years to practice her lies now. Like she's still lying. Yeah. So that's what I think. Like she, what did I tell you? She's real good. Like she was good. Yeah. At no, it she's all. she's great. She's a great are. manipulator. Like she's yeah. got it
1: down. So then now she's over here. She's talking about how she has social anxiety. I'm trying to figure out which one. Um, She has social anxiety. She, and this, I think this goes back to a couple of slides where she says that she can no longer go to crowded places, but she's yet, she's being, she's at the bar and (laughs) she's able to go out and do all these things. So I don't know how she has, um, Social anxiety, and then we get to they're like on the documentary. there, they now have a picture of the swamp, which I feel like is a little odd because I'm pretty sure that's about where Kaylee was found. So it's like, are you why are you trying to show a picture of the swamp? I don't know. That
0: was she found by, after she found by highway. She was
1: found in the woods, but then it's like the Florida swamps, uh. and it's just like it's just weird. So then the defense team this is where they're talking about how they start giving her like they gave her money to get back on her feet. Okay. This is what they've been working. And this is, this guy is named Pat McKenna. He's a lead investigator on her case and she's working. They've been working together for 10 years. Um, He works as a criminal on on criminal defense cases. And it just, I don't know. I thought this whole thing was weird because.
0: Well, tell them what's weird. Like she went to live with him after the trial. (laughs) So he wasn't just working on her case. Like after the trial, she got out of jail and she had nobody.
1: Because what they didn't mention is that she had filed for bankruptcy Uh Because she couldn't afford to pay for the trial. Uh Because if you don't remember from the episodes that we did, she actually was caught doing like some sexual stuff with Jose Baez, which is, if you don't notice, he is not in this documentary. Uh And we will tell you now he is not in this documentary. So I think it's interesting that her lead head, like attorney, her Defense attorney, mm-hmm. he is not in the, he is not in this, and then there's this random old guy who like she's like been living with who
0: since, since the trial like since I don't think the trial now, but for years yeah and he talks about how he welcomed her into the family like their family he she has spent every holiday with them and
1: he makes it sound like she's a hero
0: and her kid and like his other kid. And he makes a point to say because they ask him, have you ever caught her in any lies? Yes. And he says, no, never.
1: No, never.
0: Never. Never. Ha- never have I ever.
1: Never. <laughs> Not even a fib.
0: Not even a little small white lie. So uh, so to me, that that's just weird. Um, maybe it says a lot for his heart. Like, is he fooled by her? Or um, maybe it's maybe she was giving him some sexual favors too I do think so so yes. and what also she's like
1: working for him now Yes And and she says quote I will always work for the criminal defense of others so others are not railroaded like I was yeah. And she and it says still not one bit of regret of uh what the daughter suffered oh that's my notes It's just all about her she talks about how she lost her life and But, you know, she talks about how she lost her life. She's not talking about how Kaylee lost her life. She's talking all about herself.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think this was, like, staged. Like, I need them to know that I was living with you. I need them to know that, like, we're family. I need them to know that I've been productive and I've, like, look, I wear glasses and I type. And, look, I work on law cases with you and I try to help people who've been railroaded like me. Like, I need them to know that. I can, I still have my daughter's scribble scrabbles. I need them to know that I still have her. What's that little sonogram thing? Like, yes, I need this is make sure this is all a part of this. I need them to know how great my hair is. Like it was still very much. How put together I am. Yes. Yes. How put together. I have
1: multiple pairs of these fancy glasses that cost a lot of money.
0: (laughs) That probably are. They're
1: not from Amazon like mine. (laughs) No, they're not. Okay. Then they play the original interview uh, with Casey Anthony's mom, um, which this is where she says that she does not know the involvement of Casey in the disappearance.
0: Mm.
1: Kaylee. Okay, that's that's gonna be a.
0: That's what I did. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Um, so the 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 mom talks. She doesn't know what's going on. Um, And then we have the detective come on. This guy's the lead detective. He talks about how Casey just lied so much. She lied about working at Universal Studios. And he then... Oh, this is whenever they go to um, the apartments of Zenaida. Well, let's go go back back. to Universal Studios. Yeah, go back to Universal Studios. the
0: whole whole point of her coming on and doing this is she's admitting to how much she lied. Mm-hmm. She's doing what liars do is they tell and this is like what I've said this about Dirty Chat a ton of times. He told small bits of the truth inside these humongous lies to make you think, oh, he's being vulnerable enough to tell us this, of course we're going to believe this, right? Yeah. Well, she is admitting that that's what she did back then. So she's even like calling her own self a liar. S- but, uh, but she has to because everybody is do- is doing it. So the the cops talking about when they go to Universal Studios and like she gets all the way to the point down the halls and then she's finally like, sorry, I don't work here. Um, And then that's just building up her case of Yes, I was a liar. Yes, I was a liar. But this is why I lie. This is why I lie. And so that was, so she started off with the universal. And then what was the next one? The, oh, the Zanny, the nanny. So his her friend lived here, right? Yes. Her good friend lived here. And there is a person named Zanny, named Zanida or whatever. Yes. So she says, a little bit of truth inside of a big old lie. But what, like... I'm not even going to go off on a tangent. Or we're just going to talk
1: about the facts.
0: Now, uh, the friend, whatever her name was.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think she what? comes up in a little bit. So this is what, yeah. So
1: Casey tells the police that Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez was the babysitter. They go to this apartment. They find that the apartment's vacant. And there's, no, of course, there's no questions or mentions of it after. But, like, so the go. This apartment complex is the apartment complex that the friend lived in. Um, and but it wasn't the same exact apartment. So she basically was like, "Oh, this is where she lives because that's where her friend lived.
0: I thought it was crazy that she knew where a vacant apartment would be. like where did how did she know that to tell me to go to this apartment number and that it was vacant?
1: Well that's true. I don't know, unless. Oh, I don't know.
0: That's, I mean, I just That's thought that even back when you told the story, I was like, how did she know that this,
1: unless the the girl, unless her friend lived there and then moved. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. Well, so after, after the, so the, the police officers took her to, they went with her to Universal Studios. They, when they took her there, they knew she didn't work there. They were taking her there just to let her, just to see what she would say. Yeah. Because that's what they said in the trial. Because yeah. I watched a little bit of the trial. Um, so then the, as they're, like, they catch her in her lie. They catch her in this lie. Now she's arrested. She's arrested for lying to the police. Yes. So at least they got her on something. Then she has her first phone call with her parents after being arrested. And she's over here. She's like, oh, I saw that you just had your first little cameo on TV. That's what she's, I mean, and, and she's like just a little bitch on this call. And she's like no remorse. She has no emotion. She's just angry. She's angry because her mom went on TV talking about Kaylee and talking about her and she's pissed and she later says that she's like this victim of abuse and like she's she's not scared of her mom at all she's like angry at her mom um and it's just that she's just the worst She it's like she had to keep it together like because she had to talk to the cops or something. I don't know. Then then like word starts getting out. She ends up getting out of jail, bonding out of jail. Okay. Um, and now there's like all everybody knows about the story. Protesters are out. Um, and they like are demanding that she goes back. They're talking about how she's a baby killer. There's a sign that I have it says ain't what does the sign say? Ain't no, ain't no, maybe you killed your baby. Like there's all these protesters out here. Honk if you think she did it. Everybody's angry. Um, they're like sh- talking about how she's convicted. Like she's a liar. She's admitted to being a liar. All this stuff. And then we go on to talk about how they start showing all of her pictures about how she's been partying, which we already know that. Um,
0: so here. Yes. Because I don't want to recap the story. I know that they know the story. Yeah. I want to recap what, how she's, ref- her rebuttal to all these stories, right? Like, so they know the story. They know she went partying afterwards. But a rebuttal to her being partying was her friend saying, those were pictures from like, Years ago, like those weren't real time pictures of those thirty one days. Yeah, some of them were.
1: Well, oh yeah, which that comes some up. Of them yeah, were. Well,
0: because this 21st is first birthday. Yes. Some, so like well, the that, media. Yeah. Like yeah. screwed it up. I don't even know what episode was this in episode one or two, but the media screwed it up. So like,
1: yeah. So she she's up here partying it up and and well, this is how the episode goes. She's saying that she's parting it up or they're saying the episode says parting it up instead of searching during the 31 days. She this is when she steals her friend's checkbook. Oh yeah. She steals a friend's checkbook and she goes shopping for herself and she's going all over town. She's shopping. She has no kids. She's not upset. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
0: So what does she say about that though? What's her excuse for that?
1: She didn't have an excuse,
0: she said she didn't she had no she said
1: she was numb and she just was didn't care like she had no she had no feelings about anything
0: and that her she did what she saw her like she was trying to say she did what she saw her dad do
1: right I don't think she revealed that in episode one. I think it was like the uh, next ones i think okay, but then they go on and they show this calendar of that case, like this is her calendar or her calendar right now. I mean, it, it shows a calendar. It says, yes, it says that this was like a calendar and that it says on July 3rd, that's when she went to get her tattoo. And on July 4th, it says, if you can see it over there, it's highlighted and it says party. So it's like, is this what you do when your child's missing? And I don't know. It's like, go, what does it say, go back to her boss, and he claims that she never lied to him after the 10 years. I mean, I don't know. This is just what they're talking about in the episode. Then we have this Clint House guy. This is um, former friend. Tony Lazaro, which was her ex, which was her boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. This is his roommate. Yeah. Okay. And said that, he said she was a great mom. She gave attention to Kaylee. She was involved, but he did say that the month Kaylee went missing, she acted t- completely no. normal. She lived her life, but he did get got He got he got real mad and and he said she did absolutely nothing in the search for her child, and that I will never forgive her for. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I guess the point of them bringing him in was because at first he was, like, co-signing that she was a good mom. She always had this little backpack with Kaylee and Kaylee's um, toys. She, She was always taking tons of pictures of Kaylee. Like, she seemed like she was a great mom. So, he was shocked when everything happened. But now that he found out what happened and knew that she was missing and that she knew she was missing, he was like everything up until that point, like didn't make that like, that part didn't make sense. Yeah, that you did not do anything during this time that you knew or thought or whatever. Exactly, that your exactly. Um, and I, I just watched episode two yesterday, so I felt like and episode one she is talking about the checks writing a check she didn't have she was just just wanted to feel good or whatever but um that her she was doing like what her dad did and remember the stealing dad stole money or forty thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars out of Mom's retirement or something, early retirement. Like I feel like that, was that
1: from the trial? Because that wasn't, or is it in, I didn't watch episode three yet. You don't know. Well, then after we get this guy, then we have her former friend. And, you know, I feel like she does this thing where she gets ugly. Well, no, this was not ugly, but like. Friends that aren't on her like like she's like hot shit and she's trying to get friends who are like tagalongs who she can manipulate them and yeah. convince them to do what she wants them to do because she's like the better looking like more attractive one yeah. like that's kind of that's my thing. Well, we don't know
0: what she looked like ten years ago either. Right? I
1: know, I know, I know. I'm <laughs> I'm just being judgmental and going how I feel. But this is her this- former friend. This is the one that she stole the checkbook from. And she says that Casey used to lie about everything all the time, but she is sure a hundred percent that she did not lie about Kaylee. She did not kill her daughter. She got a tattoo of Kaylee on her. i that is
0: weird. weird. She, friend got a tattoo of Kaylee?
1: Yes. <laughs> this girl, obviously I feel like I feel like this is my opinion, she was manipulated by her like skinny girlfriend and she like she idolizes Casey and she just is like she would not lie about this, she would not lie about this. there's no way, there's no way, there's
0: no way. But she did admit that she thought that it could have been an accident. Uh, she might have. She was like, I don't think she would have purposely, Did it? Do it like maliciously? I think. Yes. But she says if something like it was an accident and that she tried to cover it up. That was the only thing that she would like go as far as to say him because she thought Casey at the time was head over heels for her daughter. Yeah. So that's all I have for episode one. Episode one. Okay. So next is episode two. Tune in to that. Let us know your thoughts so far of episode one. If we missed anything that you liked or didn't like, then just comment under the episode notes. Yeah,
1: let's send talk about it. Email.
0: Let's talk about it. Um, and then if you send us an email or your, your opinions before we record the last three episodes, we'll go through them like at the end. Like we'll go through. Everybody's like thoughts, like maybe when we get to the end, like questions, opinions, oh, yeah, whatever. Good idea. I think that's good. Like, I think so too. QA at the the end. I love a QA. All right, see y'all for episode two. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTL.